welcome to the Enhanced Living Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Kruger. I believe that we all have within us the power to be everything that we are meant to be and so much more. This show is a weekly dose of practical and spiritual principles, strategies, tips, and ideas to help you grow into the best version of yourself. Here's to becoming exactly who you were meant to become. I've been called a human Swiss army knife because I'm a TV host, inspirational speaker and coach, live event MC and DJ, certified yoga and Ayurveda teacher, functional fitness enthusiast, author, husband, and dad with a voracious appetite for knowledge. And I'll be sharing real talks with successful people from all walks of life, spiritual teachers and masters and experts in many different fields. I'll also share my own perspective that I've gained from over 20 years of diligent meditation and spiritual work so we can all experience enhanced living. Are you ready to evolve? Let's do this. All right, welcome back. So I am so excited for today's episode because to be perfectly honest with you all right now, this podcast wouldn't exist without this guest. I really don't think I would be sitting here having any conversations whatsoever without the person that I'm about to bring on the show. Now, before I do that, I want to read off her her bio because I think it's I think it's important for you to understand where this person is coming from so that you can fully fully listen to what we're about to discuss and so that you can incorporate all the amazing things that she's done in her life to make her life enhanced and better so that you can do that for yourself. So, this person is a heart-centered entrepreneur and transformational trainer. She's on a mission to empower millions to be seen and heard. She's the founder and CEO of Live Video Mastery. She's the co-founder of the Podcast Accelerator and runs the largest Facebook Live Challenge group on the platform. By the way, the Podcast Accelerator is how I launched this show itself. She has invested over $150,000 in personal, spiritual, and business development programs, generated over $220 million in sales, built a half a million dollar online coaching business in just 18 months. She's helped thousands master live video around the world. Her clients include seasoned CEOs, established brands, celebrity speakers, former NFL players, and a U.S. presidential candidate. She's the host of the Fire and Soul podcast, which is a top 10 in self-development with globally known guests such as Jack Canfield, Dave Asprey, Panache Desai, Danielle Laporte, Natalie Ledwell, and so many more. She's a published author on the topic of gratitude that has meditated with the Dalai Lama and literally walked on fire. On top of all of that, as if that wasn't enough, she has over 4,000 hours of live TV on Extra, Good Morning America, Today, Bravo, The Real, QVC, Home Shopping Network, and so much more. Please welcome to the show right now, Michelle Sorrow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You know, I just actually got kind of teary because... You know, the pandemic has caused us to think about a lot of things and some are more positive and some are not. And even though I've had a lot of growth in my business and in my impact and in my personal life this year, there can sometimes be thoughts of, am I doing enough? Have I done anything that matters? And everything that you just described was like, wow, that is only about how that's going to impact others. And I just feel opened up right now. That is enhanced living right there. Just to be reminded of no matter what you've done, it could be glamorous and fancy and some of that stuff or not, but at the seed of all of those things that you listed required tremendous courage for me and and then a lot of consistent inspired action. And so that's what I'm really acknowledging right now is like, wow, you know, 
you've done a lot of courage and you've done a lot of action and all you have to do is just keep going and you get to meet beautiful souls like you. So it's an honor to be here. Wow. Thank you for reading that and reminding me of all of that for myself. I needed that today. Oh, I'm, I'm just so grateful to have you here, Michelle. I mean, honestly, I, I had the pleasure for, for my listeners right now, Michelle's podcast accelerator, which is honestly brilliant. I don't, I don't think there's anything else like it. That's what got me right into this actual show. And so I'm, I'm just so grateful to have you here on the show that you helped create with me. You know, like that's just, that's huge. It's so huge. It's a massive accomplishment. And especially in these crazy pandemic times, you know, I have to give a shout out to your beautiful bride, uh, Sharice. Uh, Sharice and I met like probably 15, maybe longer years ago. Or how long have you guys been married? We've been married now just over 10 and a half. Okay, so then I think I met her right after you got married. So it must have been about 10 years. And so funny how time just warps. Um, (laughs) And I remember her telling me about her soulmate and this beautiful man and how you guys knew the moment that you met. And I've just been following her journey. So inspired by your love and the family that you have and what you guys do together as a couple. And and so for this to be full circle and for me to finally get to meet this man that I've been hearing about for 10 years and they get to guide you onto your podcasting journey is is very rewarding for me. So honestly, the pleasure is all mine. Ah, oh, that's so sweet. I mean, it's it's honestly, there's there's so much to unpack here. I want to start real quick though with, you know, because so many people will look at at your career trajectory and they're going to be like, wow, she's done so much television work. That's like so many people literally sit there in their living rooms watching their favorite show, whether it's watching Extra or watching, you know, Days of Our Lives or some regular nighttime show. I don't know why Days of Our Lives came up, but whatever. The point is they see this on TV and they're like, oh my God, I want to do that. And you did that and you succeeded at that. But yet you said, you know what? This is wonderful, but I need to do something different that's going to really affect change in people. How did you come to that moment? And what was it like letting go of that huge dream? Ah, such a good question. Thank you for that. You know, it's true. I wanted, I had been at QVC and HSN and done some things with Bravo and HGTV and all those things were amazing because I dreamt of being on television from the time that I was five years old. And and I finally got there actually in my 40s. I'm now 49 years old. And so I was a late bloomer to say the least. Um, that's why I always say, ah, oh, no one is ever too young, too old, too this, too that. It's like, you just got to go for it. So I was fortunate enough to get a bunch of stuff in TV. I dreamt of being specifically on Extra. You know, it's a primetime Emmy Award winning entertainment news show. And I don't even know why I dreamt that because I didn't even watch the show, but I had followed so much of entertainment, gossip, you know, productions, et cetera, that I just thought that's an easy thing for me. I'm already obsessed with the world. And I dreamt of one day having a full-time job. Well, I landed extra actually in 2017, the very beginning of 2017. I'd been on the show about a year and I went to a Tony Robbins seminar called Date with Destiny. And I had heard about it. I had seen I'm Not Your Guru on Netflix. I knew I wanted to go. And I went in there with one thought, Adam, and it was Tony. I didn't speak to him directly, but this was in my head. I was like, Tony, help me turn my, because I was on extra but I was selling product in my shopping segment, which is what QVC and HSN prepared me for, right? So you get the dreams oftentimes, but it might not always look exactly like you thought it would. So I knew that and I was grateful for my opportunity, but I wanted to turn that baby into something bigger. So I was like, Tony, I'm only coming to date with Destiny for one reason. Help me turn my one day a week, one and a half minute shopping segment into a one day full-time Emmy award winning 
TV host role on Extra. I love the family there. I love the crew. I was growing. They loved me. Grateful to say that. And by day four, I dropped to my knees because my heart was cracked wide open. I mean, when you get super honest and real and open and you can get quiet enough because you're not distracted by all the things, which is what that program designs. I mean, it's called Date with Destiny for a reason. I just thought my destiny was to fulfill my five-year-old little girl dream, which is to be full-time TV host, right, on that show. And I dropped to my knees crying because I realized that for me, that five-year-old little girl dream was all because I wanted to feel like I mattered, I was enough, and then I was worthy. And the only thing that I had to qualify that by was if you got on TV or if you were in movies, then that means you really made it in life and you were something. And so here I was there, but what was being shown to me in that moment when I was on my knees was you are made for more. No shade against the TV, but you are made to actually now use your own voice and to start making your own impact. And I didn't know where to begin, Adam. I was confused. I was overwhelmed. I had imposter syndrome like nobody's business, despite all the years in TV and all the things you listed at the top. But what I heard actually from a friend was start a podcast. And so that's where I started my journey. And that is now how I've come to know you. So it's a beautiful full circle moment. But that was the moment that I literally and metaphorically dropped to my knees. And I mean, to say that I bowed and surrendered to the voice, to the to the lure, right? We all hear something, but it does require a certain level of courage and action and bravery that's outside the comfort zone that allow you to move forward and follow that nudge. And I'm just so grateful that I did because I had all the fears holding me back. And it was like, well, wait, where does TV fit in? And what's beautiful is that I was still able to work on the show, but over the next three years, it began to not be as important and it began to fade away. And then I knew I would be leaving it at the end of my contract. And voila, because of COVID, I got a call like in late April, like, hey, just so you know, the segment has been canceled. And I get the chills right now because I was waiting for that call. I was so ready. So I just thanked them. Gosh, thank you for allowing me to live my dream. I wanted this show for so long. I got to be on it for four years and I know our work is complete. And it was just so beautiful to be there in that way, but it wouldn't have happened if I hadn't probably walked into those, those, uh, those doors of Tony Robbins in 2017. It's so amazing because, you know, first of all, that's that's so beautiful that, you know, you literally said, I'm, I'm going to date with destiny. And you, you had no idea that your date with destiny was not the destiny that you were imagining. And and you you've, there's a lot to unpack that we just talked about or that you just talked about. I mean, just being able to get quiet enough to let all the noise outside just fade away so that you can get clear on what you truly want. I want to start there real quick because so many people are are bombarded with my mom thinks I should do this. My dad thinks I should do that. My friends, if I don't do this, they're, what are they going to think of me? This ties into the imposter syndrome that you were talking about, but you were able to allow yourself to let everything else quiet down so that you can focus in on what you truly, truly needed to do. Now, once you realized what that was, what was that moment like for you? Scary, exhilarating which is usually what transformation feels like, right? (laughs) It's like, holy smokes, I'm going to do this. And holy smokes, who do you think you are to do this, right? So it was, I was, it was a dichotomy and it still is. I still have those thoughts. That's called being an entrepreneur. I'd never been an entrepreneur. And now I've been doing this for two and a half years. And I still have those thoughts, just like I said at the beginning of the conversation of, have I even done anything? You know, is what I do matter? 
is this, is this really it? You know, because you're always refining, always listening. And what I've come back to time and time again is really the point of this show, which is enhanced living you got to get quiet enough. So I have to unplug sometimes like completely for a couple days straight, not even look at my phone, just completely unplug and just be, whether that be in the, in nature or with time with my pup or friends or family, or honestly, sometimes binging on a great show on Netflix, whatever that's very rare, but it, but whatever it is, get quiet so that first I can get in touch with my gratitude for all that I have been able to listen to and follow and create. And then I'll know where is the alignment and what's next, but without me getting quiet and getting off social media and listening to all the fears in my own head, then it's really hard to access the truth, which is the epic alignment that I'm all about cultivating in the world. So beautiful. I mean, you talk mm-hmm. about alignment and, and getting in touch with the gratitude, right? So that you can then know what your alignment is. So many people get lost in the day-to-day of, oh, this is happening. And oh my God, I have to do this now. And oh no, ah, and, and life, life does, it comes at you, right? But, but being able to disconnect and then focus on that gratitude helps bring that alignment. And, and, that's, and that's an amazing thing. And, and not everybody has the ability to do that. And I, I just want to point out for everyone listening right now that, that what Michelle's doing right there is so instrumental in, in success. And you are so successful. I mean, let's like, you know, you say like, oh, what have I done? No, Michelle, you have done so much, so much by all measures. You are a success. So understand that. Take that in because I'm listening and I'm, I'm blown away. I've, I've so many notes right now now that I want. So I'm going to, I'm going to go right here just back to imposter syndrome because so many people do have that. Well, who am I? I've had it. I've, I've dealt with that too. Right. When I was starting up my podcast, who am I to do this? Right. And, and really, you know, that's something that we even discussed in the accelerator and it's, well, who are you not to, right? Why shouldn't you, why shouldn't you do this? How can you deprive the world of what it is that you have to offer? Right. So tell me what are some of the, the tricks and tips and things that you've done to help yourself get past the imposter syndrome? Because by the way, that's all in your head, of course. Yes. And I love that you said that because the other thing about that is, is that if you're experiencing that right now with some epic outcome or achievement that you want to create, you know, for any of Adam's listeners, and I know you've experienced this yourself, Adam, although you seem to make everything seem so easy, um, <laughs> but I know there's some stuff turning inside, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, what I'm trying to get to is that you're not alone right? Our biggest fear is that we're not enough and we might fail or suck or what would others think? That's the imposter syndrome context. And so everybody has it for every new level. And what I, what I often find myself saying is discomfort is the currency of growth and everything that we want requires growth, right? Every new level requires a new level of consciousness, which means you've got to grow into that. The tip or the trick or the answer that you were looking for, the only thing that I know that is the antidote to all the fears, the limiting beliefs, the BS, right? Because it's all made up in our head is action. Bottom line, you just got to try it. You got to do it and take it on as exciting. Like I'm growing, I'm learning. Oh my gosh, look at me and talk to yourself like you're a five-year-old and you would, and you would champion them for being brave enough to learn how to walk or ride a bike or maybe learn how to drive a car, right? All the things as you are guiding your children to adulthood, we've got to talk to ourselves the same way because we get stuck and we get complacent and we're like, this is my house. This is my life. This is my spouse. This is my job. This is my comfort zone. And yet everything that we want is just outside the comfort zone. So it does require the courage, but it also requires the action. So the antidote is the action because as soon as you take the action, you're like, oh, 
it actually was a lot scarier in my head than it actually was in the doing. And it turns out that the people that I was most concerned about judging me or rolling their eyes at me because I've had all those thoughts and those experiences, there are more people there to salute you and honor you because you're doing epic things. And when you do that stuff, you give them permission unconsciously at first to do the same. So it's such a beautiful ripple effect for us to rise up and conquer those fears by simply taking a little bite size of bravery at a time. That's so beautiful. And it's so true. Really take action. Because at the end of the day, I, I, I read this quote somewhere. I don't remember where. So forgive me if I'm not attributing this to the right person. But it was it was you would care a whole lot less about what others think of you if you realize just how seldom they thought of you. Oh, so good. Right. <laughs> so good. We we build up so much. Ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. We right? really are. Others were obsessed with what you think of me. It's right. so ridiculous, but yet we forget that. And that's why we need shows like you, yours and mine and the impact that we're both making in the world to remind people of that. Because see, these are basic truths that we've heard a million times if you get to a certain point in age, right? Mm -hmm. But there's going to be someone that comes along and perhaps it's Adam for your listeners, right? It's you for your listeners. I'm talking about you in third person. <laughs> um, and you say it in just the right way and there's just the right opening. It's just the right moment where they can really take it on. And then they will attribute their total transformation to you. And you're like, uh, I'm actually just saying something from someone else, but they heard it in a way from you that they couldn't really open themselves up to in the past. And that's what's so beautiful. And that's why we all have a unique message. It's not overly saturated. The world does need you, right? Because you're going to touch someone in your unique, beautiful way that no one else could previously. That's so true. It's so true. And you, you know, you talk about, you know, having the courage to be surrendered, right? And so many people will look at surrender, and I'm using air quotes if you're not watching this on YouTube at the moment, but so many people will use the surrender as 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 a, a weakness. Oh no, you don't surrender. You have to push on, you have to fight on. And it's 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 not about that. You it does take courage to be surrendered, to to just say, you know what? <sighs> I accept the moment. I accept what's going on. Is it what I want right now? Maybe, maybe not. If it's not, I'm going to, I'm going to change it. I'm going to move forward into it, but I accept it. I'm not going to reject what is because what is, is you can't reject it. You have to accept it so that you can build from there. Right. Yes, totally agree. I love that. Like surrendering to listening to that whisper. You know, I was told once um, by a guest on actually my podcast, his name is Scott Harris. He's a world renowned coach out of Australia. He shares the stage all around the world with Tony Robbins. And he's happened to become a dear friend and a mentor of mine. And he said that life shows up. Oprah talks about this. They all talk about this, but I want to just share it as well, which is that life shows up to call you into the next highest version of yourself in three ways, either a feather a brick or a truck, right? So whether that's optimizing your health, your personal relationships, your finances, the impact that you want to make, personal fulfillment, success, whatever that looks like to you, first it's a feather. And the feather is like a little whisper. Maybe it's a dream. You start to see the signs. It starts to show up very lightly, very gently. It's gracious. And then it's, a, and then it's like a brick. Boom, it feels like it just hit you over the head and you're like, okay, right? Something's not working. It's not adding up. You can't sink, right? And then it's a truck. It could be a health issue, a crisis, financial, you know, issues. And it's like, now you are forced to listen. And so I say, get it at the feather, right? Because we're always in communion with the highest version of ourselves, which some might call God, universe, love, intelligence, whatever you want to call it, call it personal to each of us, right? 
but it's always speaking to us and calling us into action, which is inspired action, not manufactured, raw, raw, hustle, grit, grind. I do not believe in that. I teach and train the antidote of that. It's the alignment of ease and grace, but it can happen if you listen to the feather, right? But the brick and the truck, that's not going to feel so easy and great. That's going to be like you're forced. And why put yourself in that position? And so I say, yeah, you can listen and you can take the action from the very first beginning whispers of that feather. That's so true. I mean, there's there's two things I have to bring up and one's going to probably blow your mind a little bit because of the full circle-ness of it. But I love that. I think that the, the this whole COVID situation has been the truck for many people. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been thinking about doing something, you've been thinking about changing your job, you've been thinking about whatever it is, and you've had the you've had the feather, you've had even the brick, and and then all of a sudden COVID hits and it's like a truck, literally. And and you've been forced into a different situation because you weren't listening to the universal direction from your 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 inner consciousness, right? That's what inspired action is, is listening to that little inner voice. Now, I think that, you know, we all have the capacity to listen to that. And I, I like bless you for helping people discover that feather and discover that inner voice and helping them move towards that. That's it's just such a wonderful thing. Now, the second thing I wanted to bring up is I remember listening to that episode of your podcast when you were interviewing him, talking about the feather, the brick and the truck. I swear to God. And I was at an event. It was it was last Christmas. I was working an event for uh, Bulgari, actually. I was doing their holiday party, uh, working that event. And in between, before before the event even started, I was listening to that episode of your podcast. And and I remember listening to it and going, wow, yes, I'm so excited to be doing this. And it was a, it was a pretty big event. It was, you know, a couple hundred people or big, medium sized event. And and I just remember listening to that and going, I, I, I listen to the feather. I, I don't, I, I avoid the brick. I avoid the brick. Although sometimes we all get hit with the brick and, and hopefully we can avoid the truck because the truck can be, it can be really offsetting and, or, or off-putting and, and really unsettling is, is what I'm trying to say. So it's just, it's just so funny that we've come full circle talking about this on this episode right here. When I remember listening to that episode, thinking nothing of starting a podcast, let alone, you know, being where we are right now. So I just thought that I, I would point that out because that's just so, so that fun. so cool. Of course, I had no idea that you listened to that conversation. It was Scott Harris, and I believe the title is How to Master a Money Mindset. It is still one of my top downloads of all time. People in the US, which is the predominant listeners on my show, they've never heard of Scott Harris, right? And, and yet they just gobbled that one up. And it's still to this day, one of my favorite episodes because I learned that metaphor. And I thought to myself, wow, Prior to Date with Destiny 2017, and this is why it's so beautiful to listen, okay, is I was always getting hit by the damn brick and the truck over and over and over again. Financial crisis, relationships breaking up, being cheated on, all the things, right? And so I'm like, stop the madness, really take this on. Granted, I had started to learn more of that as a result of going to Date with Destiny, and that's where I met Scott originally. Proximity truly is power. That's how, that's how these things happen. You get these dream guests on your show. But yeah, that was a teaching that I have now forwarded to so many students and friends and people that I care about because it's powerful. What's awesome about this conversation, Adam, is that my guess is, is that many of your listeners have probably heard something similar and it's so easy to blow it over or just to blow past it and be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Tell me something new. Actually, no. I would like to challenge anyone who's got that thought right now. Stop, pause, and really consider, do you do it or do you just think that you know it and do it or do you actually apply it? 
right? We were talking before we hit record. Let's give some actionables. It's like take inventory of your life. Where are you getting the feathers and the bricks and oh my goodness, the the trucks, right? Because you have the ability to change all of it right now. If you start to take inventory, you can swap it and come back to the feathers, which is always your guides trying to nudge you into the next highest version of yourself that might feel scary, might feel unconscious, might feel like, oh my gosh, so out of my comfort zone. It's where all the magic is for an enhanced life beyond my imagination. It's so true. I mean, you know, so many people will say, no, 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 I listen, I listen. But how many times do you dismiss that little thought of like, oh, I should call this person or, you know, I haven't spoken to so-and-so in so long, I should email them or whatever. Anytime you get that inspired thought, you have to take action. That's the feather. For me, meditation is what helps hone that skill. So being attuned to my inner world helps me literally listen to my inner world. That's why I, I'm, I'm such a huge you know, champion for meditation because it really helps tune you into everything. It tunes you into your own feelings. It tunes you into even the feelings and intentions of others and not in like a, a privacy, uh, you know, taking down way for lack of a better word because it wasn't coming to me, but you're, you're not invading privacy here. You're just, you're picking up on intentions. You're picking up on everything that's around you, that subtle thing that helps you take inspired action. And I love that you're about inspired action because so many people will just say, no, 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 I have to do this, 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 and this. If I build my customer database, then I'm going to get to what it's not about that. It's not about that. All that stuff takes care of itself. Take your inspired action. Mm-hmm. So for, for you, I want to know when, What's like the the big, you know, oh my God, I, if, if I look back, this inspired action was what led me down this entire path. Do you have like that one moment apart, obviously, you know, falling to your knees, a date with destiny, of course. But, you know, since then, when, when you've now at this point gone, okay, I had been hit by the brick. I'd been hit by the truck. I'd been hit by the brick. I'd been hit by the truck. You've now started listening to the feather. Yes. Okay. So I'll give you one. And it will be full circle as to why you and I are in this conversation right here on your podcast. So on New Year's Eve of last year, so 2019, I was with a bunch of my um, very close friends here in Los Angeles. And we were, we do this every year. We, you know, we're not the partier. So we'll bring up the sparkly Martinelli and our uh, journals. And we reflect on the year before. We have this whole process, the magical moments, the things we were most proud of, the challenges that grew us, that we're so grateful for, et cetera, Right. So, and then we're supposed to design from the the clues of the previous year, our following year in like its grandiosity. And many of us have accomplished major dreams and just such epic fulfillment as a result of doing this every year. So it was about halfway through the, the beginning of the process. And I saw that all the things that I was most proud of or that just brought tears to my eyes were giving me goosebumps because I was like, wow, that led to this, that led to that, that led to that in business and in my personal life. I could bring it all back to my podcast. It was like it opened up so many doors. It developed a deeper sense of purpose in me. It furthered my impact. It gave me exciting business collaborations, getting the chills right now even talking about it. It allowed me to go and try the plant medicine in Costa Rica at Rhythmia because I got invited by a guest on my show who then said, hey, come with our private group. But that has now developed into all these beautiful friendships. It's so unlimited what I saw my podcast had given to my life and, and my business. And so I thought to myself, wow, okay, this is a crazy thought. And it was kind of like a feather and a brick all at the same time because it felt really intense and almost impossible. And it was, if the podcast has done that for you and you're only about a year into your business, what could it do for those in your community? 
right? If your mission is to empower millions to be seen and heard, then what if you helped others develop a podcast for themselves? And so that is how the Podcast Accelerator was born. So I called up Jenny right after the beginning of the year, this year. And I said, am I crazy to have this thought? And she's like, totally, let's do it, right? She's your producer as well. And so we started in late February, right before the pandemic hit, right? And now we've produced 53 podcasts. And what's so beautiful about that in the full circle moment is not only are we here, but 53 people just like you, and you know many of them, right, mm-hmm. are changing the world with their message, right, with their voice, with just getting out there and making themselves be seen and heard and opening up doors and that upward spiral of that beautiful ripple effect that I know is what I'm made for that dropped me to my knees two and a half years ago. So I look at that and I'm like, yeah, but see, it's so rare that we get quiet enough to take the inventory, which is why I love that magical moment of New Year's Eve, but you can do it today, right? You can do it right now in September of 2020. So I don't know when this is going to come out, but yeah, it's things like that that are so beautiful if we just take the time to reflect on where am I feeling most alive? Where do I feel most in alignment on my you know, path to make an impact and to know that my life of contribution mattered? And it all comes back to this beautiful podcast. That's so, I mean, wow, just, I mean, I'm almost speechless and that's, uh, that's a big thing. Uh, if you know me, then that's a, hu- that's a huge thing. <laughs> no, that's, that's amazing because, you know, if you think about it from this perspective and I really want to, I really want to highlight this because, you know, you had that little moment of like, well, am I crazy to do this? It hasn't been done before. What, you know, should we, shouldn't we? And you, you went for it. If you hadn't gone for it, there's 53 people who wouldn't be sitting here with podcasts today. Mm-hmm. There's, we wouldn't be sitting here talking about this today. So the message to everyone is, look, when you have that inspired thought and you have that feeling of, hey, you know what? This could be a good idea. Don't, get, don't let the second feeling of doubt that comes from that little fear body that's inside you, don't let that derail that thought. That inspired thought is there for a reason. So. Yeah. It's so important to follow it. And, and, and I just, I just want to praise you once again for following those little nudges from the universe, those whispers from eternity, as Paramahansa Yogananda would put it. It's, it's when you listen to that and you, the power of even writing it down, of sitting down and just writing down your thoughts. It's so powerful. Don't give up. Go for it. You know, this goes back to what you were saying before earlier, you know, when when little five year old you was like, I'll, I'll have made it in life when I when I make it on TV, because then I've, I'm doing something with my life and I've done something. And so many people have those those crazy thoughts that come from other people who already feel less than. And so they try to make other people feel less than as well. There's a saying that goes hurt people hurt people. Right. Yeah. And so insecure people try to make other people insecure. Don't don't perpetuate that. Be like Michelle. Be the person who goes, you know what? I'm going to uplift people. I'm going to inspire people. I want to help people because I'm whole within myself. Beautiful. I love that. Yeah, that's just so gorgeous. And, and you know, when we do that, to paraphrase Marianne Williamson, right? When we shine our light, we unconsciously give others permission to do the same. And that's why they'll they'll be the first to rush in and, and salute something massive that you do. And it could be something like, I'm going to get a divorce or, oh my gosh, I'm going to declare to social media that I'm, I'm going to fall in love. I mean, that's what I did. You know, <laughs> like whatever it is, it feels a little audacious and a little bit bold and absolutely outside your comfort zone. You know what you just said earlier, which is that very first thought, which is like, I think I could do that. Or I want to do that. Then the next thought comes in, which is the fear and the doubt and the worry, right? Expect that. 
It's going to happen because it's called the human condition. Follow the first thought because the first thought is a whisper from eternity. I love that. It is a date with destiny and it has everything within it to back it up to its inevitable success. But see, we, we second guess it because we get the second thought which is exactly what that is. It's a second guessing. The first one is the truth of who you are to call you into that inspired action that will the universe will rush in to support the brave, right? To reward that kind of courage. It's what I've seen over and over and over, not just for myself, but now hundreds of my graduates of not just the podcast accelerator, but live video mastery, also hugely intimidating for so many people and all the programs that I do, which causes people to jump outside their comfort zone. So yeah, I'm all about it. You know, but you got to listen first and just trust that first initial thought because it is grace guiding you forward into the highest version of yourself. I couldn't agree more. Now you, you brought it. There's, there's a few things that you brought up there, but I want to talk about live video mastery because so many people, you know, again, we live in a, a social media world, right? You see a lot of people going live on Facebook and some people are just like, oh my God, what is that all about? I could never do it. Uh, talk to me about how live video mastery was born and, and what you help. I mean, I know, I know what you help people do through live video mastery, but I want you to, I want you to tell my listeners exactly what it's all about. And, and if they're interested, of course, where they can find the course, if you're still, awesome. if you have something uh-huh. coming up. Sure. Uh, nothing's coming up right now or for the remainder of the year. Um, we'll be rolling out both Live Video Mastery and the Podcast Accelerator uh, late January and February of 2021. But Live Video Mastery, listen, I was on live TV, 4,000 hours of live TV. You, you rattled off some crazy number at the beginning, which is that I've sold over $220 million worth of products. That was all at QVC and HSN and all live. It was embarrassing beyond words to try to learn how to do that in front of America, but I did it and I got better at it. And so as I had my podcast out and I had one little mastermind going, which I'm, I'm so grateful for so many of those souls. Some of them are still working with me in various programs back in 2018. I started to reflect on a deeper impact that I could make. And, and I thought about everything that I learned of how to sell right? I have a framework. I have a blueprint that I developed that I've been able to now coach like Shiseido and Lancome and all these mega mega prestige beauty brands and U.S. presidential candidates and all these amazing souls that have businesses or want to fine tune an actual sale online through a curated pitch. And I had helped all these brands on all those networks. And I thought, what if I could help people just like me that want to start an online business or impact or coaching program or training services, but they don't know how to sell it. What if I could do that? And what if I married the live TV stuff with what I've been doing with Facebook live video and I can teach something called live video mastery. So that's what we do. It's a two prong outcome. Number one, you'll master yourself completely on live video, which blows people away because they're like, wow, with a little bit of practice in a safe, closed group, it actually is possible. So that's the easiest thing to get over, even though they're most afraid of that when they start. The second piece is, is that you actually learn a sales blueprint. It's called my seven step pitch framework. And you will go from the beginning of the pitch to calling out all the obstacles is why they would never invest with you. You say it out loud. And then you have a clean call to action and you learn how to convert prospects like a pro. And so that has been a phenomenal, that is my signature course. I've collaborated with Jack Canfield. We have something coming up with Jay Shetty. I mean, I'm so proud of that course. It's only going to grow. Listen, if the pandemic has shown us anything, These virtual times are here to stay, right? It's no longer, oh, it would be good to have a skill set of live video for either Zoom or whatever else. It is a prerequisite. It will be that for 2021. It's already been that. 
And so, yeah, the time is now. You know Joseph McClendon, right? Wasn't he on your show? Uh, no, no, he was not. Oh, he hasn't been on your show. Maybe not yet. Um, <laughs> so, okay, maybe I just called that into action. Anyway, he just put out a podcast. He's a graduate of our, of our accelerator last week, and it was the number one skill set you must have moving forward. And I was like, oh, I want to hear what Joseph McClendon has to say. It's all about live video all about live video. And I'm like, it is so true. So I want to help so many people bust out of their fears of I can't go do that, right? Because it correlates with our biggest fear of public speaking. And then on live video in front of my friends and family on social media, I can't do that. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And I will show you how. So I love that program because it is deeply transformational. And I'm only about the deeply transformational courses. It looks like it's live video and sales or podcasting, but it's an inside job that will take you to a whole nother level of self-discovery. So, so true. I mean, it's so funny because you you say about the, the fear of public speaking, and I think it was Seinfeld who made the joke that, you know, the number one fear of that people have is not death, but it's public speaking. So in other words, at a funeral, when someone's giving the eulogy, <laughs> most people would rather be in the casket than giving the eulogy, which is it's so funny. It's crazy, right? So, so the fact that you're helping people do that and get past themselves, I think is beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. you say that with practice come, you know, a little bit of practice in a safe environment, you can master these things. And I think that that's super relevant to everything that we do. Mm-hmm. Practice, do yeah. it. You, you, you become better at what you do on a daily basis. If you just do it once, I talk about this a lot with respect to meditation too. You can't meditate on Tuesday and then in three years expect to have peace with, I meditated once on a Tuesday, three years ago. No, that's like brushing your teeth on a Tuesday and then, and then, and then five months later going, but why do I have cavities? I brushed my teeth once. You got to maintain it, right? So it's the same sort of thing with every skill, every, whether you're weightlifting, whether you're speaking in public, whether whatever it is, you do it and you do it and you do it. And before you know it, you do it well. Yes. And here's the good news to take anybody off the hook of the thought of like, yeah, lucky for it, easy for you guys to say you've done TV and you podcast and all the things, right? Because we constantly compare as to how we will never, ever be as good as you, right? We, we measure our beginning to someone else's middle. So what I want to say to anyone who might be having that thought right now is, you know, nobody is looking for perfection. Everybody's looking for real. That gives you a permission to be you, but we can't even be ourselves, right? The people that the the version of ourselves that our family loves, our friends love, right? Our community loves, hopefully you're one of those people until you get over the fear. And that's why it does require the practice, the practice, the practice consistency, which is exactly the point that you're making. But the good news is, is that once you do practice, right? And that progress allows you to be inspired to compel you to move forward. Then you're like, you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, it is not that scary. Oh my gosh, I pierced through the video veil. Oh my goodness. I was totally myself and I wasn't even thinking about the camera or who's watching or what are they thinking about me and what I look like and can they tell that I ate that ice cream last night, right? Like (laughs) all the things. In fact, you start to enjoy that because you're like, ah, I'm being the version of me that I would be if I was meeting my mom or my best friend for a, you know, a kombucha right now or whatever. So yeah, it's a beautiful thing if we just allow ourselves the grace to be humble enough to suck in the beginning until we get a little bit better and then we grow. It's so true. And you know, it's so funny. I, I don't remember, again, I, I read all these things and, and then I forget what the source is. So if if you want to reach out and put it in the, com- I don't care, put it in the comments. But the fact is, is I, I did read this and it's, it's a fact. Do you know that there is pro- every single person you know 
has a totally different version of you in their heads. Yes. Nobody sees you even the way you see yourself. So yeah. you have to just get past this whole like, well, what will people think thing? Because A, remember, we already established most people don't think about it that often anyway, because they're too <laughs> obsessed with what they're doing. And B, even those people, they still don't know you for you. Your, your mom sees you one way, your sister sees you another, your best friend sees you a different way, the person you just met on the street sees you as someone else, the person who only saw you on Access Hollywood or, or Extra sees you as something completely different. You know, Michelle, you said something so powerful earlier. You said you you finally put it out there. You said, I'm I'm ready, I'm open to find love. And and that's that first of all, that's that's brave. And for anyone who's not watching this right now and has no idea what Michelle looks like, you would look at her and be like, girl, you crazy. What are you even talking about right now? But, you know, at the end of the day, right, it doesn't matter that she's beautiful. It matters that she wants to find the right person for her. Right. And so now that you've opened yourself up for that and I forgive me for using this as an example, but that's how you find that person that's right for you. When you say I'm open, I'm open. It's great but I know you enough to know that you don't need it. You're not sitting there desperate. You're not, you don't care. You don't care. You're ready for it, but yeah. you don't need it. You're complete and whole who you are and you're successful and, and, and wonderful as you are. And that's why you're going to bring in the person that is perfect for you and as complete as they are and ready and whole and complete as they are. And that's how this works. When you go at life with this despair, this need, this, ah, you're coming from a fear place. But when you come with it and go, I'm ready, I'm open, I'm complete. That is coming from love. That is coming from wholeness and completeness. And that's how we succeed. And that's how you've succeeded in everything that you've done thus far, which means you're going to succeed in this as well. So I just wanted to put that out there. Thank you. That's Enhanced Living 101 right there. Love it. Yeah, no, it was a very brave act for me to do that. And it's because I realized, you know, it was September of 2020 and I had not been on a single date this entire year. Now, granted, COVID, pandemic, et cetera. Those are also just excuses. I know people who've fallen in love in the past six months. And so I didn't have time. I live, my business has tripled this year. I'm extremely grateful uh, and humbled to say that because I know many cannot say the same right now. But I did listen to those feathers. I faced the feathers. Um, And I believe that's why I'm in the position that I'm in. And I'll continue to face those feathers. But when when I look back on the last two and a half years, if I would declare something on social media that boldly, then it was inevitable. It was already done. I literally put it out to the universe. I've never done anything like that in my life. And my statement was something like, I'm rolling out the red carpet for love. For the first time in my life, I'm making love a priority. Who's with me? I don't think I've ever seen that much engagement on a post that I, and there was no photo. There was no meme. It was just, it was just words. Right. And Everybody's like, me, me. Yes, girl, you go. And I was like, this is it because this is what we all want. They can love the success that they see me create and the impact and all that stuff. But I know a lot of my friends would love to see a partner, right? Be worthy of me and me be worthy of him and that come together before them. And it will. I mean, there are there are some suitors out there, but it's about the right, most purpose-filled partnership ever. And I, I know he's on his way and I know I'm opening myself up to him, but making that declaration was huge because it was humbling. It was courageous. And I just think that that is just the beginning of where the universe says, oh, She's serious. Okay. Got it. Well, On the mission. That's that's what we talked 
when when you intend something right you have that thought that's an energetic thing it's it's it carries weight when you speak it it's more when you write it down or type it for that matter doesn't matter when you put it into a physical form right that's when it's like okay no 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 i'm here i'm listening i'm there um michelle i want to ask you real quick before we wrap up most of the time i like to ask my my guests in their opinion, what is the one thing that my listeners can take away that will help them live enhanced today? Now, you've you've dropped a whole bunch of, of wisdom on this episode. So honestly, I, I could almost answer this for you and say, hey, everybody, just go back and listen to the episode one more time because she's dropped so much. But if you had to take one quick little like, hey, do this every day and, and, and your life will change just like that, what would that one thing be? I know what it is because it's what I'm doing for myself right now. And I don't ever teach anything that I'm not actually embodying. And it's really strong and really present for me. And it is not what somebody probably wants to hear, but it's because you need to hear it. And it's to relax. Mm. Just relax. Breathe. Relax. Come back to the peace that's inherent in each and every one of us. The peace will guide you to be able to hear clearly, vividly, loudly the feathers that are always there just almost just like baiting you, right? And being like, ah, this, this, this. And it's subtle and it's quiet. But unless we relax and we come back to peace in our total epic alignment, mind, body, and spirit, we can't even face the feathers, much less the bricks or oftentimes the trucks. So what I've been doing lately, because I feel like I've been in nothing but launch mode for all of 2020. My business has grown a lot. I've had 12 launches. That's bananas. I'll never do that again. It's been awesome, but it's just, it's also taken a toll on me. And, and so that's why I'm like my spiritual teacher, Panash Desai, last week we were on the phone and he said, relax. He's like, come back to the joy, the play, the fun of living, which is what got you into what you're doing in the first place. Not that I'm not there, but we can always relax more, right? Where we get to have more of a life that is so fulfilling And I mean, honestly, it's like if we just give ourselves permission for one second, we're on edge, we're on guard. You know, we're so scared right now. There's a lot of anxiety that's running rampant in the collective consciousness around the world. So we have to take on our own mindset and be the masters of our own physiology, right? So we got to relax our mind. I love that you teach meditation. Relax and breathe and transmute those worries, fears, and doubts. So you can come back to the truth, which is that we are so powerful beyond our imagination. Powerful in peace and good things, right? That's all about contribution and humanity and lifting others up. But we can't if we're so self-absorbed with the deadlines and the to-do list and the I'm not enoughness and comparing ourselves against others. Relax, ah, relax, all okay. I love that. What a wonderful, wonderful way to wrap this up. Relax. Just chill out. There is no reason to force everything. Chill out. Better way of saying it. Yes. Don't get so revved up. (laughs) Just do your your nervous system a little favor. My God, right? (laughs) Coo it a little bit. Like, Oh, everything's going to be okay. Everything is is unfolding in divine right order. All is well. Always has been, always will be. Right? Relax. So true. So true. Honestly, we, you know, even if you're doing your dream job right now, you know, if you're pushing, and I am, pushing, and but pushing I can still relax. You can exactly. Because even if it is the dream job, if you don't relax, it can become a nightmare. You yeah. know what I mean? It, it can so become. Crushing. <laughs> yeah. So 
What wonderful, wonderful advice. I, I strongly suggest we all heed that advice. Just chill out, relax, take a day for yourself. Don't, you know, whatever that means, whether it's sitting in meditation for eight hours, whether it's going for a run, whether it's skiing, whether it's whatever it is. And right now I know that some, for some people, options are limited, especially if you're on the West Coast. If if, if this is airing while the what, for, uh, fires are still happening, I get it, we're cooped up. And, and we send prayers to, to everybody who's affected, of course. Hopefully this clears up sooner than later. But, you know, at the end of the day, there's always something we can do or just be to relax and chill out. If you would like to listen to more of Michelle, which I highly recommend, the Fire and Soul podcast is on all the pod players. Please go ahead and subscribe, rate, review, share, do all those things because she's wonderful. She has wonderful guests and wonderful insights. And and she's just a wonderful person, period. I will have... Oh, are you kidding me? Thank you so much for being here today. Her her information will be down below in the show notes. So I highly recommend you go and check out what she's doing. She's got a new programs coming out at the beginning of next year. As someone who has gone through the podcast accelerator and who has been privy to open houses on so many different things that she has done, I can say with full certainty that you will not be disappointed if you go and attend these seminars because she's wonderful. And, and Michelle really does lead with her heart. And that is such a beautiful thing, especially nowadays. Michelle, thank you so much for being here. Uh, Adam, it was honestly a pleasure. I was looking forward to this um, for a couple of weeks now, and I'm so grateful to be here and honored by your time and to get to know your community. Thank you so much for following your feathers so that we could all be here together. Ah, Love it. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Enhanced Living Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, feel free to reach me directly at enhancedliving.net. Thanks for listening.